Hello, ladies. Welcome back to Divas, Diamonds, and Dollars podcast. Oh, you know you're in the right spot to find out what is going on today in the, in the life and the world, really, of women and all that entails. I was doing a little doing a little reading and I have some exciting topics coming up, which we'll share at the end of this uh, podcast. But, you know, the more you dive in, the more, the more there is to get excited about and concerned about, which again is my whole reason for being, um, is, to, is to help my ladies as it were. And so today we have, well, I don't know, I always say they're good topics. So let's just see how we do it. I, I hope you can resonate with what we're talking about. And I'm sure I'm preaching to the choir anyway, because we're talking about the commitment to excellence. So quality, execution, consistency, Kaizen. Is this then the definition of excellence? Let's discuss. So I've been watching the Olympics like, you know, many other people. And every time I do that, first of all, I'm happy to be sitting down because I didn't sit down till 11 o'clock last night. That's terrible. And so watching the Olympics always brings to mind the commitment and the drive necessary to become a champion. And no matter whether they end up on the podium or not, the fact that they're in the Olympics means they are already a champion. Of course, they like to take home a little medal um, to, to display and to confirm. Why do we always need confirmation of our excellence? But, you know, despite the COVID and the other intertwined drama, because there's always drama, um, the 2020 Olympics still inspires awe and pride for the athletes. I don't care where they come from. I'm just excited about them and their accomplishments and all the emotions on display, which means emotions are on display here. We've got the whole Kleenex situation going on. But, you know, seemed like a fine time to discuss the commitment to excellence. It's on display for two whole weeks. And so mm -hmm. I don't know how you feel about it, but it excites me. Um, trailblazers and thought leaders demonstrate the same drive and determination to excel. And so here we are. What do you think? Let's do it. Mm, all right. So, you know, and I, and I thought about this, like I said, you're looking at the athlete athletes. Now, I, I dreamed of being an athlete. I mean, I ran track in high school and that was of course, as far as it got. But I'm not, I'm not, um, well, I'm not, a, I'm not an Olympian. <laughs> but, you know, I, I do have a competitive spirit. And I wonder, is that part of what makes one commit to excellence? Are they competing with others? Are they competing with themselves? I mean, what, how do you get there? And I think about, well, Mostly I think about in our conversations, I'm talking to business owners, but I'm also talking to people who are on a personal development uh, journey, which is what Kaizen is, this Japanese for continuous improvement. Um, so I feel like when I'm talking to, or when I'm holding this podcast, that's who we're talking to. So, but I would, I would wonder, what do you think, Cecile? How does that, what, where, how, Hello, how you doing? English. Um, how does one get to that determination? What do you think? I, I think it's well, mean, how do they get there? Well, you know, 
Uh, since we're sisters, you do have some idea about me and um, <clears throat> you hit the high points right there, you know, is smack dab in the middle of the nail is how I would call it. And quality, I just want to repeat that quality. Okay, if you don't have quality, you know, some people compare that to quantity. Uh, execution. If you're not executing, you're just kind of in the middle, not really trying. Uh, consistency. Well, that's an easy one. Inconsistent. Kaizen, personal development, personal growth. So if you're not doing that, the opposite of that's not very, not something I would want to think about. And so as you go through this life, it is no kidding uh, about excellence, which one of the things that is coming out of the Olympics, and I think this is really a good background because I too am watching the Olympics and I even put a blog out a few days ago because I was watching the Olympics and it made me think about, you know, the point of excellence really and truly and about the human spirit. Mm -hmm. And so, um, on a daily basis, we, most of us get up with a plan. Most of us get up today, I'm going to do this. Well, the athletes, no kidding, are great examples of that. And so one of the things that, uh, I like to listen to the human interest stories because mm -hmm. it helps me keep going when I listen to things that people have had to overcome. Uh, people breaking bones or having surgeries or somebody dying in the family. You know, that all sounds morbid, but that's not the focus. The focus really and truly is what did they do? What was in their mind to say, I'm going to keep going. Then today was a kind of a different reflection where uh, the gold medal swimmer, um, and I have his first name, but anyway, today he was on two shows and uh, the long and short of it, he gave a different kind of reflection and he said it wasn't about the medals for him. It was truly about his own personal journey. Uh, the word journey is my, my word, but he was rather reflective and they thanked him for his honesty. And so um, to answer your, what you asked me about what I think, I believe for me, it, it is that personal journey of achievement. It's the goal that I set for myself. It doesn't matter what the world says. No. Now, now here was one of the differences. Uh, you mentioned the word competition. Mm. You know, that's interesting. Uh, the personal competition, you know, you have to ask yourself, are you competing within yourself to beat the last thing you did? So it depends on what it is. It's kind of easy to understand this through athletics, but there is a competitive spirit when you've created something and is this your best or are you driven to continue the creativity of whatever that is, okay? And so when he talked about competing, he said he wasn't really competing with the other athletes and it didn't matter what people thought. And so, as they say, I'm just gonna let that marinate right there because that, that's different for everybody. 
um, it really is truly what is your personal drive, I think is what he gets to, because we need something that drives us. We definitely have to have the drive. And I guess really my question was, it's like when they, we talk about leadership, are they made or are they born? And so that was really the question I was asking about those who are committed to excel. Do they come out of the womb that way? Or do, you know, um, or does it happen over time? And I'm, I'm sure probably the answer is the latter, but mm -hmm. I mean, I, it, it just, you know, it's just one of those little conundrums. I can't, I almost said what makes some people better than others. That's a terrible thing to say, what I wanna say. What makes people try harder, I suppose, in the face of adversity and, um, I think that's an excellent point that <clears throat> in many ways, athletes are competing with themselves because they want to beat their last time or, you know, their last mm -hmm. distance. I do that sometimes. Well, mm -hmm. ah, I, I sort of do it. Um, like if I was walking, I definitely would walk further or try and walk further time for admitting or whatever. But I used to say when I was, when I was, um, training for a, a mini or half triathlon rather, you know, I'd want to run a little bit further. Okay, jog, same difference, right? We like the word run, sounds faster. But um, so I I don't wanna get too far from the story, but I mean, it is it is an ongoing internal dialogue when you see some of these people. Yeah. It's like when I watch dance competitions, it's like, I felt like those young people would just throw themselves about like nothing could happen to them. And they would do some amazing things with and to their body. Right. Um, and again, I don't want to make this all about the physical side of excellence because in my mind, from our viewpoint, it's the performance side. And while I try not to lose my voice, <clears throat> I think it kind of, I think you said that, you know, we start off with a plan in the morning. Um, there's a lot of definitely a daily promise to yourself mm -hmm. to well, stick to the plan, but prioritize good choices because we have so many choices every day and the decisions or the choices that we make obviously are going to determine, de wow, <laughs> determine the outcome of our day. And, and essentially that really means the outcome of our progress or the level of our progress. So I think prioritizing those good choices is, is an easy uh, thing to remember or to hang your hat on because one of the things I feel that when I'm talking about Pink Passport Society and working with ladies to help them grow and become, one of the things I want to emphasize is that quote unquote, the business of life well lived. I mean, it's about having businesses, but it's about life well lived. And, and, and to me, that means having more choices. And in this case, on the journey to excellence, you kind of have to prioritize the good choices so that you get to this lifestyle business so that you have those choices. So I, I think that's something that we can hang our hat on and that's a huge item. Um, but with those promises and choices, you have to also maximize action. You're not gonna get very far if you're, if you're just um, you know planning to do these wonderful things, right? I think that the commitment to excellence is what moves one beyond the dreamer stage. Uh, we all have hopes, dreams, and aspirations, but taking the maximize 
levels of actions that are necessary. Um, that is, again, what helps set you apart. You have to ignore the distractions because there might be one or two distractions in your day, even living by yourself, which I happen to do right this minute. I mean, because you know, you have to run the business, you have to take care of yourself, you have to get your fitness and health in, you've got to run the household, you've got responsibilities, you've got people to call, um, you know, clients to serve. So there are so many, I said distractions, but there's a lot, there's a lot of moving parts. Interruptions, whatever, but they, yeah. they definitely are there. You got to get her done. Mm -hmm. Now, this isn't a time management uh, podcast, but I'm going to say that time management is pretty darn critical. Um, so I hope that you have a system in place. Now, I, I know that you you use a calendar, right? Do you still, I mean, you you like to say semi-retired. I don't like that word in case you don't know that. <laughs> but anyway, semi-retired well, versus retired. So. so, but I'm just saying, do you still use a calendar to plan your every day or just some of your days? Um. So that's a good question. I do have a calendar. I have more than one, meaning I use my phone for sure for the important dates to make sure I don't overschedule. Mm. Um, I do have my office calendar that are the things I want to get done. So there's personal or household things to get done. And then there's the business side that I want to do. And so for me, um, after having a lifelong career of calendars, managing by calendar, first and foremost, which is the whole plan of the day, um, there's no way I would do without it, okay? But having said that, one of the things I've learned that goes to your first point is as you go up, you know, as you mature in life and particularly as a leader and as a business owner, it, it's, it's a delicate dance of not over, um, over calendar yourself, right? Sure. Uh, the whole priority is one thing, but then as you said, good choices. And some people do that in different ways. So um, I don't necessarily do, I, I used to, I've said in other podcasts, that there were usually three areas that I wanted to make sure that I was, you know, touching three categories every day, people, mm -hmm. processes, and mm -hmm. products, right? Mm -hmm. Well, um, but now, uh, what I'm trying to do in the state is because I have more choices now. And so when you have choices, when you're the boss of yourself, the choices are one, do something that I enjoy and, but, you know, that bring me joy, but that are productive and that truly is an action, right? So that's the second thing I wanted to uh, point out, uh, connect with what you said, you know, a list is just a list until you do something. And what I found is, okay, yeah, you made a list, but okay, how did you really set yourself up to accomplish something? And, and that's the goal. You can have a list, but how do you set yourself up to accomplish something? And so 
that means if, you know, as I said, starting something that you enjoy, and you could do that, I, you know, I'm saying that in my state, but honestly, you could do that in any situation, you should. Sure. You, like to read or if you just like to take a walk or uh read your favorite you know author for you know 15 minutes a day whatever that is you have to schedule it that's the second thing um so scheduling means you for certain things you will maximize your actions because that helps you really have to be able to say no to that distraction but let's use another word that I use a lot. Um, to ignore distraction means you have to have self-discipline. Mm -hmm. And really and truly, you know, we talk about those distractions, but what happens, I believe, is that we spend a lot of time thinking or talking about those distractions. But guess what? Did you respond to them? The distractions aren't the issue. The, the, the issue is what is our discipline? So back to the athlete. Athletes are tested, they have tribulations, life happens. You know what, it's all of us. It happens to all of us. And so um, I, I shared with you yesterday, a lot of stuff was going on. And so I'm like, okay, day's kind of getting away, but it, there's still in the back of my mind, the thing maybe that I didn't touch upon, I'm like, okay, but. I am going to stop. This is the end of this particular circumstance and I'm gonna go do that, whatever it is I didn't do. It just might mean that I did it later. So that becomes a scheduling time. And uh, for me, the other thing is, um, well, as we're talking about this, and, and I, I think I may lead into another point that you and I always talk about, but, it, it's about when you do something, um, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of hesitant right here because there's two things my husband said this morning and it really touches right on what we're talking about. But let me just say it this way. You know, sometimes you just start off, you're not really feeling led to go do. You're just like, mm, I need to go do, but I'm really not feeling it. Oh, all the time. Right. <laughs> we all have that. You know, and so uh, he had a funny way of talking about getting that motor going. And that's really what I find. I mean, none of us feels the same every day. None of us have a perfect life where things happen just the way we want. But when we control part of our own personal narrative, and that is once I start doing something, taking an action, I'm energized to go further. Well, absolutely because that's how it works i always use this analogy is that's how it works going to the gym there's a very long conversation to get me to the gym well before it closed um you know but once i'm there first of all i'm proud of myself and then i want to keep going because i'm finally there so yeah absolutely it, it is just getting it done and and that to me i think is about personal accountability you can't be excellent if you don't have personal accountability. And that means you're going to work hard when no one's watching. Mm -hmm. Like to my point about getting to bed at 11 o'clock, because I don't know how that happened, first of all. Um, I hate when my time gets away from me, but that is because, you know, I, was, I had some things I needed to do and I didn't want to sit down as it were. That's what I call it, sitting down. That just means my day ends. 
um, until I had them done. And one of which was this week, my challenge is to get on the treadmill at least 30 minutes a day. And I, I just, I don't know, I didn't even leave the house. Um, so I don't know how I ended up getting on the treadmill at 10 o'clock, which is not a good thing. Um, but I wanted to, again, I said I was going to do this and I said it out loud. So if I said it out loud, it's got to happen. <laughs> so it did. And of course, I felt better about that. Um, we'll try again a little bit less late today. But anyhow, you know, if you, you cannot... Well, you know, we, we, we started off talking about the athletes or whatever, but, you know, they have a coach and, and they, you know, they have schedules and they have time and they have reps and that type of thing. And, you know, but at the end of the day, the, com the, the only competition that counts is with the end. You're only competing against yourself and your last level of accomplishment. And so when you are towing the line. You committed to doing X, Y, and Z and not just doing it, but doing it well and doing it consistently. So again, I want to just weave in between this whole dialogue is that it's not just doing things, but doing it well. So that's your quality. Now the execution is how you perform and to what degree do you up-level your performance? Because it's always, always, you know, it's exhausting. But it's always, it's exhilarating when you up-level, when you exceed. And so that's your internal level of is that perception or satisfaction. But you raise the bar for yourself. And it is your yardstick that you have to adhere to. The naysayers and the people over there, not your concern. What is that saying? Um, Others' opinions of me are not my concern. I probably misquoted that, but I do like that reminder. So your execution is based on how you feel, number one, that it should be done and will it get you the results that you're trying to get without forgetting consistency. It's not do good one day and sit on the couch for the next five, right? So consistency and the Kaizen is my favorite song because continuous improvement, you are continuing to up-level. You're continuing to grow and become. You're continuing to learn and stretch your brain and, and put some new grooves in there because I'm no scientist, so I'm gonna get the number wrong. I'll just say that humans do not use the full capacity of their brain. So when you think your brain hurts, you can still, it's still very malleable. So keep working on it. So I know I felt like I cut you off or you wanted to say? No, I mean, I had several fleeting thoughts, but I wanted to go back to your commitment to excellence though. I mean, which is our, what we're talking about. And that can be used, to me, it's a daily commitment. And I, there are two things I was, I was reminded of. One, um, as I talked about the athlete who said he was, it wasn't about the medals. So, I personally am not very, I don't like to necessarily talk about any award I won, but I'm reminded of, of the action of the result. And that is I every day set out to be, do excellent work in certain areas. And so it wasn't about 
an award. It wasn't even a thought about an award. So that's what you know. some of the Olympians have said. It was about this personal thing. But when you get the award, I, I think sometimes we poo-poo that and, you know, and I, I kind of have struggled in this area. But the other outcome, as we're talking to other people who, you know, whether it's business or personal, it truly is about being an example to others as well. So we have our personal accountability, but, you know, we, we, people are looking at what we do um and how we do it and so i think that there's something to be said for that you know people come up to you and said you know i've seen this i've seen that and you're, you know you kind of think well okay thank you uh even though you didn't do it for them but um so i believe some people may have to kind of think about how they feel about this so they get the best overall self you know um, it is about working hard when no one is watching, but you know there is something that really comes out of that. So it, this is just another reflective moment. Um, and unfortunately, I lost the other thought I was going to share, but um, I'll give it back to you for the moment. So as we. Yeah, some action eyes. We've sort of talked about that, but I think I was sort of thinking about the thought process and all of this. Think about well, what you do. You were answering right. my first question is the why yeah. and the how, right? Um, and I don't know that the why, first of all, I don't like to ask the question why, because to me, when you ask the question why, the answer is because. Um, so, um, but the how, and I said, yeah. how are those who are committed to excellence created? And I think we've talked about that. It is internalized. Yeah. Um, and, and it could be reward, but you know, what is the reward an internal reward or external reward? So, um, but I think we know that out there for sure, it may be an external. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think also that we can, we can all, uh, what's that word called? Think of some examples of those who excel and maybe we choose to model ourselves after them and what they've done. But um, anywho, it's time for your favorite part. Some homework, because we never want to leave you hanging. So how can you continue to excel? Because I think the people who listen to podcasts or people who are really growing and becoming and they want to do better and they want to learn more. So we know we're already preaching to the choir, but here are some things to hang your hat on, right? I think it begins with, yes, setting goals and then itemizing the strategies to accomplish those goals because a goal without action is just a list. I've heard it said a goal without action is just a dream. I don't know but you have to act on the goals. They will not happen without your input, without your max, massive action. But the key to achieving those actions is scheduling those actions. So we all know what we're supposed to do. It's just that we don't always do it. Again, for those various reasons, because today starts with a hundred choices. And out of those hundred choices, you have to choose the ones that are going to move your head. So schedule the actions. And to my point about 
not sitting down until I had finished what I said I was going to do. I, I want to say that's being intentional. You set a daily intention that my day is, first of all, going to be fantabulous, right? And the reason it's going to be fantabulous is because I am committed to excellence, quality, execution, and consistency. I'm going to get it done. Um, so really, <laughs> I hope you don't, I want you to jump out of bed if you can. Sometimes I kind of ooze out of bed or ease out of bed. But once you get up, set the intention for what is going to happen that day and to how, how it's going to unfold. Um, because, well, I'm not going to go all woo-woo on you, but mm. set a daily intention. But here's something that you know, the pundits insist works and I have tried it, um, just not, I don't do it all the time. And that is using visualization. When you're setting your intention, what is it you want your day to look like? So really sit yourself, center yourself and close your eyes and picture. Like if you're giving a presentation or if you're holding an event in particular, you know, you want to kind of visit, visualize the layout, the people, the interactions, how things are going to flow. So, and again, I understand that many of the athletes use visualization. They see that track and they see their performance on the track. Because if you watch the Olympics, I really, it really stood out for me last night, I don't know, or yesterday, for some reason, is that I could see their mouths moving because they were talking to themselves. Some of them may have been praying, but you know, and then they're gesturing because I felt like they were seeing the performance in their mind's eye first. And I've, I've heard that's an excellent tool. Um, and when I do tie myself to the chair at the beginning of the day um, to visualize, I really like the outcome on that and definitely helps center me and get me focused on how my day should be. Which is, um, my next point is to center yourself and center your thoughts because so much coming at you. So um, you have to get your force field up. Uh, and that is by centering yourself on what your, what your goals are, what your priorities are, and your timing of those priorities. So really, I think it's hugely important that you center yourself, sit yourself down. Um, and even it doesn't start off good. If you can do it at the beginning of the day. But what if you had to put out some fires and you felt like your day was going to get derailed? Well, take a pause for the cause. It doesn't have to just be at the beginning of the day. If you need to take a five and sit down and, and reboot, do it. I cannot tell you how effective that is because I, I can recognize when the house is on fire. And so <laughs> I, I do, time permitting, sit down. I might, you know, might not be to the end of the day, but I do know when I need to just take a pause for the calls. And sometimes I need to go out for a walk, you know? Um, so physician heal thyself. And in this case, center your thoughts, catch your breath and reboot if that's what you need to do. But here's the bonus, not the bonus, here's the key. Ever since I, I hate to use the word discovered this, but ever since I discovered this, I love this. And that is carve out focus time. Now, no, that's not new, but it's only new if you haven't done it before. And every time I, you know, set the intention to do two hours of uninterrupted focus time, first of all, I'm so amazed at the level of output, you know, um, 
So 200% carve out some focus time every day, whether that's one hour or two hours, whether it's the beginning of the day or the end of the day, you know how your brain works and what your body clock is like. Now, the professionals say the morning is the best time to do that. So just like you get up early to go for a walk in the morning, get up early so you can get in those two hours of focus time. I love that. I absolutely love that. And of course, I'm kind of proud of myself. I'm like, oh my gosh. And if you do it at the beginning of the day, how super excited are you that you've already, you know, gotten so much done and you can practically, you can practically take five minutes for some coffee. How about that? So that was my short list. It's only six things. It might've sounded like a lot, but it really was. I promise I counted. But any other takeaways to help people stay committed to excellence and peak performance, if you will? Well, my dear sister, first of all, I've learned that a lot of people have short attention spans. So I'm going to say that was a long list. And no, I don't have anything else to add to it now. Uh, however, taking that list, because I think it does cover everything, um, I believe that one of the things you said, you know, if you didn't get to something, mm. even if it's the end of the day, do it. I've said before, I still love the, one of the best slogans ever was Nike slogan, just do it. That's one. Two, um, sometime when things don't exactly go as you schedule or as you intended or as you visualize or the thoughts that you center, see, I was tracking what you said, or the goals that you laid out, and maybe even the focus. Well, you know what? It's okay to mix it up. It's okay to mix up things so that sometimes when people fall off the merry-go-round, they don't want to get back up. Mm. And so some people, and this is one of the things I learned. I mean, you know, if you were an A-type personality, hopefully when you get more mature, you don't stay an A-type personality because that will derail you. Mm. So you have to evolve. You have to go with the flow. And as long as you accomplish the intent of what you set out to do, you can still say it was a good day. And so I think that's important that people give grace to themselves to be a little bit off track. Um, but as long as you can point to, okay, but I did this. I, you know, now you don't want a steady diet of that. But um, I, I think that's really important. And then I'll just give one little example of the last one when you talked about focus. Uh, one of the things that I struggled with throughout my career and time management was getting in my exercise. Mm -hmm. And so I, I tried like first thing in the morning, I heard you say jump out of the bed and I was a jump out of the bed person because I got to do a lot of things. And I'm, I'm, I'm also a regular breakfast eater and you got to be somewhere at the time where, okay, let me say, I gotta get up early. I tried that for a while. And then I would do the lunchtime walk. Most of the time, a lot of times I could accomplish that. Oh, but guess what? Two things may happen. You're going for a walk and somebody stops to talk to you. Well, you know, you got to talk to them. Because you didn't walk or, far enough away. <laughs> you got to disappear. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, inevitably, you got to, it's like, oh, can I hide? And then, or, you know, a meeting, un unexpected meeting. So that's been derailed, right? So then you say, okay, as long as I do it at the end of the day. So 
I mean, I think that's one of the, the best examples. And the reason I use exercise, um, yeah, we were talking about athletes, but you know, it's sort of the whole person wellness thing that does energize you uh, when you talked about getting on the treadmill. So, so anyway, I was asked this morning about was I going to keep my uh, exercise time? And I looked at the person asking the question, like, why would you ask me that? Because, well, yeah, actually I am. I have concluded this works for me. This sets my day. This is the time. And, it, and if I'm off a few minutes like I was today, all of a sudden uh, I had to make a change on what I was going to do for the exercise. So, um, but I had to catch myself. Don't, don't, don't get off track. It's too early in the day. I'm going to do this so that I can accomplish these other things later. Now I've changed, you know, a couple things for later, but anyway, that's important what you said about focus, uh, because I think focus takes in everything that you talked about, the goal setting and the scheduling and you know, the prioritizing and visualizing. Um, I just don't know how you could go wrong with that. You can't really. Excellence. Super doodles. Well, I think we've about covered that. And so I really hope that you are committed to excellence in your journey. And we want to thank you for visiting with us today. And as always, do come back next Sunday. What will we be talking about next Sunday? Uh-oh. Give me two seconds because I want you to come back and be excited about it. It is going to be handy dandy. Oh my gosh. Do you know what we're talking about? Women and money. As I think I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast that I had started doing some homework and preparation. And then once you just start down that journey, you fall down a rabbit hole and there's just so much to talk about. So we're definitely talking about women and money next time. And I know that's a broad subject and that is okay because we're going to cover a lot. So make sure you tune in next Sunday, same time, same station. Thanks so much for joining us. Today's podcast was brought to you by Pink Passport Society. And we want to invite you to subscribe to the Larissa Group YouTube channel so that you can enjoy Morning Moxie with Larissa. These short videos produce bite-sized pieces of inspiration and motivation to help you jumpstart your day, as we just talked about, on the journey to excellence. Thank you so much, and we will see you next time. Ciao.